When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com. Hey, Alexa, are you there? What up, girlfriend? Are you getting as sick as me with these stay-at-home freaks? I know. If I hear one more human asking me how to make a face mask, I'm going to puke. Oh, or where can I get tested? I'd like to shove the cotton swab where the sun don't shine. And don't get me started about how to dye gray roots. And what about simple recipes for dinner? When this is all over, I'm going to need a vacation. It could be worse. How? You could be the on-hold messaging system for unemployment. Ha 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 ha. It's uh, Siri and Alexa supporting each other through this time, you know. Yeah, supposedly uh, Governor DeWine, during his press conference later today, is going to unveil his plan for opening up the state of Ohio. And uh, yesterday, I believe Governor Bashir indicated the same thing, that they're heading in a similar direction. Yep. Today's a big day. We will be watching. They're speculating that the state of Ohio is going to sort of follow the White House three-phase guidelines for opening the state up. So, And what does that remind us what that looks like? What comes first? Okay, so let's see. Phase one for individuals continue to shelter in place. Members of households with vulnerable residents should be aware that by returning to work where or other environments where distancing is not practical but could still carry the virus back home. So continue to take precautions but you can still go out in public while maximizing physical distance from others. Social settings of more than 10 people where appropriate distancing may not be practical should be avoided. Same thing, socializing in groups of 10 people or less. Minimize non-essential traffic uh, and travel. Continue to uh, uh, telework or work remotely. If possible, return to work in phases, close common areas. Again, minimize non-essential travel in the workplace. Consider special accommodations, especially for members of the vulnerable population. But in terms of what's going to open and what's going to close, schools and organized youth activities will remain closed through phase one. Uh, Visits to senior living facilities and hospitals will still be prohibited. Uh, large venues 
I guess, according to this, according to the White House guidelines in phase one, can operate but must operate under strict physical distancing protocols. Elective surgeries can resume. Gyms can open if they adhere to strict physical distancing and sanitation protocols. They were showing one example of a Gold's Gym in Marietta, Georgia, that is blocking off like every other treadmill. I saw that. You know? Yeah. And they hired someone to wipe and sanitize. Like they have that spray and the cloth, and they're just constantly wiping, wiping, wiping stuff down. And then how bars busy was the gym? Closed. How many people were going? Did they, did, did uh, they say? They don't know yet. I mean, we'll find out. You know, we'll see yeah. what that looks like. And, and that was what a lot of the, the business owners were saying down there. Uh, they said, you know, what do you think is going to happen when, when you open your doors? And a lot of restaurant owners were managing their expectations, saying, you know what? I think people are going to be cautious. I don't think this it's going to be like opening the floodgates. I think some people will come and trickle in, but they're not expecting mass crowds. They think a lot of people are going to exercise caution and stay home. A lot them. of fear has been instilled in people. Yeah. But I this. saw like a haircut place in, in Georgia. It was a barber shop. And they were slammed and they had, and they had people essentially what they were doing is they were like, call us when you get here, stay in your car. Mm -hmm. We will call you when it is your turn so that people, cause you know, like how sometimes that salons, like in places like that, like you'll have somebody sitting in the chair processing and then you can take a haircut in the meantime and then somebody else is waiting so kind of like distancing all of that, they told people like, stay in your car, we'll call you in when it's your turn, and yeah. then we'll just cycle through. I mean, we've continued to go see a couple of, uh, uh, you know, a chiropractor we've, we've been to, and they uh, they have us wait in the car and, and text when we get there, and then they come out to the car and, and they get us, and then as mm-hmm. soon as you- Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Walk in the door, you Purell your entire body, and then you go and you do your thing, and then <laughs> on the way out, you Purell your entire body again, yeah. and then you go. So, I mean, yeah, you, we don't run into anybody except the practitioner, so... Well, I was craving popcorn over the week, movie theater popcorn, more specifically the Kenwood Theater popcorn. Did you drive by and get one of those mega bags? I did. Jean sent me an email because her daughter Lily works at the Kenwood Theater and was working there all this weekend. And she said, I know you've talked about how much you love the popcorn from the Kenwood Esquire and Marymount Theaters. And uh, she said, I just want to give you a heads up. They're selling it this weekend, like these larger size bags. And they're not gigantic. They're not like... You know, the big hefty bags. They looked big on television. Yeah, they looked bigger in the pictures. But in actuality, I'll send you a picture because I I brought one home yesterday. And I I did get to meet Lily and uh, we took a selfie and I'll send that to you. But. But I was so just they just opened to sell popcorn? They literally just opened to sell popcorn at certain hours. Only a few hours yesterday, I was driving like a by. a drive right? Don't you just pull up and they 
buy you one. Pull into the parking spot right in front of the door. Their doors are open. They see you coming. <laughs> they come right out. They have their masks on. They have their gloves on. They're exercising. They're warm? respecting social distance. It was warm because there was steam inside the bag. So oh, if you get man. it home quickly, you can melt your own butter. <laughs> he came out with a menu of certain select items in the concession stand that I could add on if I wanted Cute. to. Yeah, it was great. It was so easy. And, you know, Kristen lives like two minutes away from the movie theater. So that was convenient for us. But I just coincidentally, you happen to be driving by the Marymount Theater on the day Gene sent me that email and gave me a heads up. And I saw the sign and I almost stopped in, but I was in a rush and I couldn't. So I'm glad I was able to run in there over the weekend. But, yeah, if you're craving it, they'll do it again next weekend. The oh, Marymount fine. Esquire and Kenwood Theaters, if you're um, what we What we popcorn. did over the weekend is, because it was kind of crappy, and we were just inside, and we were like, oh, my gosh, we have to do something or just get our kid out of the house. So we live really close to this um, Browns Farm Market, and we purchased some plants that were going to be growing in our backyard we did the whole distance. I held Penelope the entire time that we were like in the greenhouse area because I was like, I don't really want her touching anything. But we did buy some tomato plants and a few pepper plants, and we're going to plant those, I think, next weekend when it's like, you know, nicer outside. Oh, that's cool. But it was like a little family adventure that we're taking on now. You know, we're raising each other, and now we're raising some food here. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Your own little garden. Yeah. How's your mom and dad, Fritchie? They're doing okay. I think my mom is getting a little, I don't know if like, dep- I think she's sad. I don't think she's depressed, but when I talk to her now on FaceTime and stuff, she'll be like, oh, you know, I think she's ready to see us and kind of start intermingling the family again. Are you considering doing that? I don't know because, I mean, I kind of feel like, you know, I had a discussion with our boss, Patty, over the weekend about, you know, when we were going to be coming back to work. And right now the huge question is childcare for us. Like we don't have a daycare open. My parents are high risk. You know, there's so many things that I'm looking forward to today from Governor DeWine to be like, this is what's happening or this is what's going. But I kind of feel like if I'm coming back to work, why aren't, why am I not? Seeing my parents, you know? I mean, I'm, you know, sprinkling things in. Right. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I know that was a concern for me and Kristen, and we maintain social distancing, you know, for keeping her and her parents, her family healthy, and keeping me healthy until we had a backup system in place in case I were to get sick. But now that we have those things ironed out, we've ended our social distancing. We're still... I mean, we're still social distancing from everyone outside of our inner circle, of course. We kind of are too, yeah. But we're gonna we're moving forward. We're considering ourselves as one unit, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, we are too. That's how Scott and I feel. We've Mm -hmm. been this way the entire time. Like, well, if you're in it, I'm in it. We did this, you know. Well, right, because you're living under the same roof. But would you and your parents consider yourselves the same unit if you needed their help for childcare, or are you not ready to take that step? I don't know because I just don't know because of my parents are old, you know, they're older, they're high risk. My dad has diabetes, you know, things like that are huge factors if you do get sick. Yeah. So I think it's just right now it's like completely unknown, unknown. How are your parents doing, Jen? <laughs> they're doing all right. I mean, Illinois has shut the state down till June 1. So, um, yeah, there's not a ton going on over there, but they've only had two people in their entire county 
test positive. Wow. And one of them was a nurse at, at a big hospital in Peoria. And the other one is unknown, but supposedly both have fully recovered. And as far as, you know, they Two know no people. one else. Has been, that's it. Wow. So, yeah, I'm very grateful that they're yeah. in an area that. Um, so, I mean, they're they're way safer there than they would be coming here. Right. And so they're going to stay put because my dad is very he's got like five different things that are make him high risk and so yeah we're definitely going to be keeping them there for the unforeseen future how's your mom and dad doing tim in detroit they are keeping busy a lot of projects they're building things in the yard dad's working on stuff in the basement they're walking three times a day i'm intrigued to see when i actually see them in person how much weight they're probably lost because Yay. of how active they have jumped up their activity level triple quadruple from what they were doing so they seem to be doing okay i i've thought about making the four-hour road trip up the there drive to surprise them be like hey come outside hey yeah but then literally it would be like sit outside for an hour and then drive home right yeah so i don't know Plus, like if you i mean you can't would you stay there I mean, at some point, this is what I was having the conversation with our same, boss about. I'm like, at some point, we are going to have to, like, as us, as our family, we're going to have to let go and let God. Like, at some point, it's like, we are going to have to see my parents. You yeah. know, we can't stay yeah. away from them forever. We can't. I just can't live like this. Is yeah. how I f- mentally am feeling about it right now. Sure. It's not like I'm throwing in the towel on all of these things because I am like a germaphobe and I'm freaking out about so many things. But at well, some point, I'm like, can't we just bring our parents social distance? But I mean, our kids going to hug them and I'm going to hug my kids. So aren't we all in this together? <laughs> well, we are starting to get to the point, too, where this has been going on long enough that the scientists are coming up with some more statistics just about yeah. how, you know, deadly this really is and what 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 we, it lives on, what it lives on. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, so I and I and I think that within the next few weeks that we're going to learn more and more and become more and more comfortable with yeah. being around other people as we start to see what. The actual, I mean, when you look at how many tests are given and how many people actually test positive, and then you take a look at how many people test positive and how many of them actually died. It's, it's I think, when more and more of that kind of information comes out, the more comfortable we're going to yeah, become. Be. And, and hopefully there won't be a second wave like they're talking yeah. about. So, yeah. Meanwhile, a bunch of other states are it. set to open back up early this week, including Colorado, Mississippi, Minnesota, Montana, and Tennessee. We still don't have enough testing to know how many people might still be contagious, though. But the New York Times actually had a pretty good map that shows like when each state might open up. Officials in Maryland, New York, and Illinois, and this may be part of the reason, Jen, why everyone's hunkering down in Illinois until June 1st is because uh, they've seen spikes in cases uh including a spike in calls to the poison control center about exposure to disinfectants over the weekend that after president trump's press briefing last week where he wondered out loud if patients could be treated by injecting them the dr deborah burks was on all the sunday morning talk shows sort of quelling that and uh, cautioning people to not inject themselves with disinfectants wanted to make sure everybody was clear on that uh, meanwhile, President, were people injecting it, and that's why they were calling poison control, or uh, were they just curious people inquiring they and asking if uh, if that was wow. if there was any validity to that? 
But there has been, I have to tell you guys, and this is important, there has been a huge spike in people mixing cleaning products lately. And some of them can be combustible or cause uh, serious gases, toxic, noxious fumes and gases. So it's possible some of the calls were about that. But we yeah, did. you got to remember with all the cleaning, that's tons of chemicals sure. that yeah. you're bringing into your into your home and, and you're breathing in and it's getting on your skin. And that is not good. <laughs> no. 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 And I think about that every time I bomb this place. You know, I come in here in the morning and uh, I go to town on that with that Lysol can and I'm wiping everything down just to make sure. And I try not to overdo it. I try not to do more than I have to. But. I don't do it at all. I mean, there is zero chemicals in my house and hasn't been since Jacob was three. We use all natural products because it just isn't worth the risk for for me to get either one of us sick from the in, the inability for our bodies to detox it on the on their own. So, yeah, there's just so many moving parts to all of this. <laughs> it's yes. Just, and 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 the and I think the problem is is so many people are just looking at one of the moving parts and making all of their decisions from the one moving part without looking at the big picture of all of the moving parts and how they affect each other and how it all affects us. Yeah, the World Health Health Organization was looking at these uh, these antibody tests, you know, for people who have already had it and are wondering if they could possibly be immune to it and the who was saying there's no evidence yet that having the virus creates antibodies that would make you immune i know that if you've had it and you're hoping to get back to life as you once knew it you know there might be a desire there to to kind of go on with life once you start feeling better but the World Health Organization says don't read too much into that. It is how other coronaviruses work, and ongoing studies in South Korea suggests that having the coronavirus does create antibodies, but there's just not enough evidence yet to say anything definitive, which is why they're going out of their way to caution everyone um, not to get too complacent. Yeah. I did notice, though, it was easier to schedule food deliveries. Uh, and uh, shopping deliveries, you know, which Mm -hmm. has been an issue for me and making sure that my mom has, you know, bottled water and all the supplies that she needs day to day. She's 81 years old, and she, well, she's 81 years old. That's the main thing. Not that she has any underlying health conditions that we know of, but I worry about the inactivity. You know, she'll complain about symptoms that, sound like you know when she says you know my my ankles are you know my feet are swollen you know i'm feeling i'm feeling tingly i'm not moving around as much it helps when i elevate my legs you know these are all signs and symptoms that tell me she's not getting up and she's not getting out every day she's not getting the physical activity that she used to get when she would physically leave the house so that concerns me i'm glad she's quarantining and i'm glad she's being safe and that's relatively easy for her to do we're able to get her the supplies that she needs but I don't like the isolation. And even at the age of 81, it's not good. It's not good for anybody. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast. Brought to you by CBG Airport. Start your trip at CBGAirport.com.